Hello, J360 Legion, and welcome to a J360 Minibike, hosted by J.M. Brady. And I am your host, J.M. Brady. So let's get into it, y'all. How have you been? <laughs> oh, man. My, you know, ever since I went back to college to go ahead and finish up these courses, my schedule has been pretty crazy. But hey, I'm making marks and I'm doing pretty well for myself. So it's not too bad, it's just that, you know, I kind of want to get back into my groove, you know, doing J360 Radio. And also, I gotta get ready for J360 TV next year. So, you know, everything, you know, baby steps, baby steps, put it that way. But, it doesn't mean that I don't have my ear to ground about things. I've noticed that some of you have seen what has been going on in the news regarding what Martin Scorsese said about the Marvel movies. That they're not really films, that they're pretty much just theme parks. And <laughs> I mean, come on, man. And then, like, you know, it's funny. Quite a lot of people, they sitting there, once again, the puckering of rectums is just amazing because everybody's butthurt about it. Sitting there complaining about this. I mean, Samuel L. Jackson gave his two cents by saying that not everybody likes his stuff either. And that's coming from him. He knows him because Martin Scorsese was actually. An inspiration for Spike Lee and helped him film a scene when Spike Lee was studying filmmaking and Mo Better Blues, which Samuel L. Jackson was in. So I'm going to go by his account on that. But as a creator myself, you know, I know that not everybody's going to like my work. There's always going to be a detractor somewhere or somebody saying something about, you know, how the industry is this. Isn't it amazing how you got people that are in the industry that you want to be in or that you're reaching for? And then they got the nerd to want to tell you that there's really not an industry because of, uh, you know, everybody's doing uh, Marvel movies now. There's so many Marvel movies. Uh, you know, Steven Spielberg once said that superhero movies were going to go the way of the Western. There was one time where James Cameron himself, until he relented and congratulated them for beating his record, which wasn't really a record anymore because Disney bought the company. Uh, <laughs> you, know, you know, for beating his record for Avatar. Which, that was what all that stuff was about. Oh, yeah, come see it for these last couple of weeks. Come on, come see it. Yeah. And, and then you notice, now we're in this cesspool here where you got a bunch of celebrities and figures talking about what is a real movie anymore. Even Jennifer Aniston threw her two cents in. And, of course, considering how powerful these people are, because they have lemmings that will underfollow everything and be like, no, yeah, yeah, she's right, you know, the film industry is diminishing. There's just too many Marvel movies. I'm tired of them. Somebody had to say it. I am so... Yes, queen. Yes, queen. Slay. Slay. Oh, my God. Shut up. You know, <laughs> Friends has been over for 15 years, and people are still mind-numbly. I, I never liked Friends. I thought Friends was just stupid. As a matter of fact, Mad About You was a better series, according to me, and I would see that when I was bored. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know when you're up late at night, and this is when you just had cable TV and you watch stuff, and they would show things on reruns? It takes place in the same universe, so I know what I'm talking about. But I, I just like that show a little bit better because I just didn't care about the lifestyles of six idiots I couldn't stand. You know? Well, I don't know, except for Matt LeBlanc. And maybe Courtney Cox. But at the same time, nah, I don't care about Jennifer Aniston. As a matter of fact, you know how I would feel better about? If we would do less coverage on Jennifer Aniston and what she's dating or whomever she's out there with because she's in every damn publication known to man in this country. 
or no, no, not just this country, global, among other things. I mean, hell, the global film market is ridiculous, too, because you can't talk bad about China because, oh, you know, China is the market, and, and, and you're already starving yourself out then and there. I mean, it couldn't be because of all these other gatekeepers around here talking about what kind of movie to make. Or, like, say, like, if you had an idea for a movie. It doesn't matter if it's original or not. Let's just kill that horse, too. Everything has almost been done. If you manage to get an original story or if you manage to create something that turns that original story on its head, kudos to you. But these people out here will be happy to ruin it because there has to be something to get everybody involved. You see, when I watch the Marvel movies... They're just movies to enjoy. They're entertainment. Wasn't that what it was all about? Oh, wait, 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 never mind. It was about greenbacks. It was about money. And you see, a lot of these industry giants out here, like Disney, know that people are going to go see those movies. If anything, this society created this sort of cesspool. Because, see, people don't want to take chances on, you know, creative ideas. They don't want to take chances on, like, IPs they don't know about. They want to get butts in the seat and make a nice, healthy dollar all the time. And it gets to that point where you know where the argument is. It's not the fact that there's too many Marvel movies. It's not the fact that, you know, DC Comics doesn't know what the hell they're doing with their characters. Oh, sure, that's part of it. But still, if a Birds of Prey movie's coming, which it is, and it has Margot Robbie on there, you'll go see it because guess what? You like her version of Harley Quinn, don't you? So you want to see where that story goes. Uh, Yeah. And then anything, you just slap Batman's label on anything, and people will flock to it. It's easy. It's the most, you know... It's the most craziest marketing scheme ever, but hey, it turns out that established IPs will make a lot more money than something that nobody knows about. And you all know this. So now, because Martin Scorsese is out here talking about the same argument that we've all been having since, say, like, you know, around phase two of the Marvel Cinematic Universe, and he just because he said it now, all the wounds are open, right? Think about it. Why are we all arguing about the same stuff? I mean, if you wanted to make a change in the industry, if you wanted to do all that kind of stuff, then here's the thing. There's a lot of people in the indie lineup that are waiting to jump that line. There's a lot of us who have pretty good films under our belts. You know, there's a lot of us that are still working on making films. As a matter of fact, yes, I have stories too. I have some stories that are dear to me that I don't want to see ruined by the major film industry. And I have some stories that I'm like, you know what? Here you go. Do what you got to do. Doctor it up. Whatever. It probably won't be a semblance of what I originally envisioned for it. But I don't care. I'm here to make money with that. You see what I'm saying? I mean, it's like the publishing industry. That's slowly but surely eating itself in some way. Because some people are making sure that, hey, you know what? Why do I need to rely on you? You're just going to sit on the royalties and not pay me. I'm going to go ahead and try to self-publish. And yes, it's a lot quicker, but it takes longer to make a profit from it. But there's other ways for me to do this kind of stuff. And you see, things are changing in such a big way. If you find a good distributor and you manage to work out a deal that can actually benefit both of you for a strong win-win, and then you go ahead and you make money from that for at least one successful film, that can help make or break, but you want it to make because that's why you work so hard on that stuff. You know, at the end of the day, do you have to go through every middleman out there? No, I don't think so. Or middle woman, yeah, because <laughs> there are female executives out there too that will say that they want to help you make this movie, but chances are they'll be like, mm, we're going to pass on it, no, we're not going to follow through on it, uh, yeah, you know, all that kind of crap. Like I said before about maybes and go-betweens and all those halfway speeches. 
It's like if I saw somebody that wanted to work with me, and I'd be like, you know, probably, um, yeah, let's see, uh, you know, see, w- would you deal with somebody like me like that? You see how I sound? I sound not, I sound incompetent and under and completely without confidence in my material, let alone working with you. You don't ever want to waste time with people like that. And the way the industry is, that stuff makes bank. All right, right now, Marvel makes bank. DC makes bank. Matter of fact, there are there isn't five companies anymore. There's four companies. What is Universal and Paramount doing? You know what I'm saying? They could take charge on this industry too by just giving people that chance to make their movies and I don't know, uh take a risk now and again. Don't we see like a lot of seminars out there for like small business people or people that are trying to make moves and stuff but and they say hey you know what take that chance yolo you know get out there be be the one that can actually make the difference and then they go ahead and turn tail on that too because they're like you know it just didn't cater to the sjw crowd and um you know they, it, it just wasn't gonna sell any tickets so you know it, you know if things like that were to follow through and be the end-all be-all we wouldn't have great movies like Namely, the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles movie. The first one. The one back in the 1990s. That was an independent film, believe it or not. And you see, there were a lot of big-budgeted businesses that passed on that and totally failed. They missed out on so much money for that. And they they did not see the the turtle hype. They didn't see it. And it's like, hello. And this is during my time as a kid. Where you can make so many different movies. There were a lot of experimental movies out there. In the 90s, you could get away with a lot of things. I mean, for goodness sake, Shaquille O'Neal was a genie in one of those movies. Did it sell well? No, but the man still stayed strong and made his money. Of course, he was still playing basketball at the time, but still, the, the point is, is this. You see, people don't try anymore. They try to do the easy way out on things. And now you got people on the inside of the big businesses who pretty much can go ahead and say, hey, you know what? Let's go ahead and and work on the films that we like. We're established. We can do these things. But you know what? Maybe you're washed up. Maybe you don't have that chance to do it anymore. And I'm not saying that The Irishman is a bad movie. I mean, it's awesome from what I saw. But at the same time, how can he go ahead and turn tail and say this kind of stuff without generating a lot from other people? And I think he kind of knew what he was doing because he's up there with Spielberg and company. You understand what I'm saying? Or well, he must have been using his little habit to get get through things. You tell me. How t- how fast was he talking when he said all that stuff? I'm not trying to be rude because who knows? I might meet him someday. I'm not looking to meet any of these big players in the industry. Because I don't do hero worship. But I'm going to tell you this much. When it comes to that kind of stuff. Now I do fanboy sometimes. When it comes to people on the other side in the same industry like me, like some of my favorite synthwave artists and stuff like that, I'll be like, oh my God, this is amazing. I, I didn't know you guys would be here. You know what I'm saying? It's like a Marvel team-up kind of thing. And yeah, I said that again on purpose because I love Marvel team-up. But like, that'd be the only time I'd do it. But anybody out here that's in the in the big side of the industry or out here that make a lot more money than I do, and not only that, got the nerve to be a total pretentious dick most of the time and just try to you know make make every experience that you could have as unpleasant as possible and then when it comes time to invest in something they ask me to spend my hard-earned money before they spend their hard-earned money yeah i got a problem with that 
I mean, if you look at as many of these billionaires and millionaires out here, they just sit there in their own little players club and all that other stuff. And they talk all this trash and they're not even making a movie or they're like, you know what? I'm not going to make a movie again for another 10 or 20 years. So it is what it is. Why do you listen to me in the first place? Yeah. Why do we listen to you in the first place? Like I said before, when it comes to trying to make something in this industry, whether you're indie or whether you are established, whatever, just do your job. I don't care about you at the party, the after party, or the after after party when you're really strung out on drugs or drinking. I don't care. You see, because I'm here to make my mark. You know, that's why I keep doing J360 Radio. That's why I keep trying to push J360 TV. That's why I keep just working on different products and everything. Because you know what? I want to do that. That's the industry for me. Not the partying, not the lavishing, not the throwing my money around, not the seeing who's going to drop their pants first at the sight of Benjamin Franklin. I don't care about none of that. Maybe in my 20s I did, but you see, like I said before, I was a very spirited lad, but I'm atoning for my sins nowadays. And the truth is, is like, you know what? Moving on from it. And then when I see like people like Jennifer Aniston go on her two cents, I'm like, why would I care what you think? Why does any of us care what they think? They've been over there comfortable for quite some time. Or as a lot of us, you know, we're risking our livelihood and our life savings just to do what they did. Does that make sense? And they're not giving us a shot. And you know what? That's the beautiful part about how open this industry is. Even if you're not going to give a shot, still going to take it. Still going to go ahead and take it. Just say, you know what? This is going to be the biggest F you you're going to take. And it'd be me right there with my middle finger up looking at you as I go ahead and I make my movies. And whether they deal with superheroes or not, they're movies with that J360 label on it. And the industry is not fading away because a lot of us that still believe in this, we're going to work in it. If we can get over hero worship, if we can get over appealing to what people say. I mean, I went to a writer's group one time and I found out that it was pretty much a den of feminazis. And they were talking bad about Todd Phillips' direction regarding um, the Joker movie. Which at the same time, you realize if you raise your kids right, or if you go ahead and you are working with troubled people and stuff like that, chances are it might be a way to take the edge off from them trying to cap you later on. You never know when those things are going to happen. It's all about trying to survive. And then in the end, where do you go from here? Hopefully you recover. But we live in a stupid society, and it just get on my nerves to see this angry tiresome narrative constantly being brought up you can't just knock a system you created that system but that's enough for right now y'all uh the jam man show 121 will be here tomorrow and then 122 will be here on friday but this is the jam man signing off you all take it easy peace